Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over a hundred five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope your week is going well. This week in particular has been a very interesting one for me, and it actually inspired this episode, which is all about firing clients. Now, this happens very rarely. In the four years that I've been tattooing, I have only had to fire three clients, but this week in particular, I experienced something for the first time ever which was firing two clients in one day. A lot of us are so afraid to confront people, manage people's expectations, or even, God forbid, fire clients. And in the world of entrepreneurship, especially in the beauty industry, where I believe half of what we do is manage people's expectations on how they're going to heal, on what results we can give them, on what they can expect, There are going to be times where you're going to have to let go of clients because you're not aligned with them and or you're not going to be able to meet their expectations. So this week in particular, I had a client come in for a test patch for her vitiligo. And anytime I take on a vitiligo client, I always have them do a test patch first. And the reason why is because when you're working with vitiligo, Even if it's been dormant for a couple years, which means that they haven't had any more spread, that hasn't been activated at all, you still want to do a test patch because when you're wounding the skin, you could very well activate that vitiligo and what it ends up doing is jumping or spreading throughout the skin. So you just want to be careful as an artist that you're not triggering something within their body to further spread and make them feel worse. It's just a liability that I'm not willing to take. And that's why I require all vitiligo clients to do a test patch first, see how they heal. And then from that point, we can go ahead and proceed the full session. So I had communicated how this was going to work with this particular client. She came in for a consultation and I explained the reason why we need to do a test patch. She was pretty adamant that she wanted me to do the test patch right then and there. And I don't do test patches and consultations on the same day. I didn't have the time allocated in my schedule to accommodate her. I should have known then that that was just a minor red flag that she wanted to do the test patch right then and there. She would try to negotiate with me saying that I was really far away from her. And is there any way that I could just make it work for her that particular day? And I was really firm on my boundaries that no, I wasn't going to do the test patch on her and that she needed to come back. So she comes back the next day and we do the test patch. And even then she tried to negotiate and talk me into doing all the areas on her body. Essentially, forget about the test patch. Since you already have the ink blended, why can't you just do all the areas on my body? Which then I had to go back 
and reiterate my boundaries and let her know, no, that was going to happen. And so here I am in this battle with her already. Not only that, but she was negotiating with the price. And when I did her consultation the day before, I, so this is my mistake. I didn't write down what I had quoted her because it was just a verbal conversation. And in my head, I was just thinking before we even talk about pricing, we really need to focus on the test patch. I did tell her that the test patch was $150 to do because that's what I charge for test patches. And on the second day when I actually met her and we did the test patch, she had given me pricing that I'm just not sure I gave her because it was a lot lower than I would have given someone. And so me just being me, I gave her the benefit of the doubt and I told her, you know, I don't remember me ever telling you that I would do it for this price. But if you say that I did, I'll honor it. Even though in my head, I'm thinking that doesn't sound right. But again, it was my mistake, my responsibility to write down any numbers that I may have quoted her verbally. So I told her that I would do it for the price that she said I would. And that was that. And this time I made sure to document it on the paperwork. Long story short, about four days later, so not even a full week, She had texted me and my assistant telling us that the test patch had not triggered her vitiligo, that her skin wasn't reacting poorly to it, and that she was ready to do the full session immediately, which we then had to manage her expectations, let her know that it hadn't been a full week yet, that it was way too early for us to assess whether or not the ink stayed or how her skin was reacting to it, and that she would have to wait, which then got her angry. And she told me that she had talked to other professionals in the industry and that the test patch had healed and she was ready to get the procedure done. And at this point, I'll be fully transparent. I'm annoyed. I'm not really sure if I want to take her on as a client because here I am in this constant battle with her over whether or not or how I'm going to do my job. I replied back to her in a really professional manner, told her that I wasn't willing to take the risk. And that if I'm not the right artist for her, by all means, no hard feelings, she can look elsewhere. She replied back saying that she wasn't questioning my expertise, but all these other professionals said the test match had healed and that she would be fine getting tattooed. And for what she paid for the test patch, $150, I should be able to do this right now. Essentially was the gist of it. At this point, I'm now angry and I don't want to take her on as a client. I replied back to her with another professional message saying that other artists own their own business and they can definitely take certain risks that I'm not willing to do in my business. And if she wants me to do her work, these are the rules that I have set for my business because I'm not willing to take some of the risks that maybe another artist would. I think at this point she realizes that I'm trying to back out of this relationship. And so she replies back saying she's fine with that and she'll just wait for my okay. Now, I sleep on this, and the next morning, I'm still feeling icky about it. I still feel unsettled because this is only a test patch. And now I'm thinking, I don't know, and I'm beginning to question and doubt whether or not I really want to step into this relationship with her because if this is what it's been like for just a test patch, I can't imagine doing her full procedure and then having this relationship with her that's going to last months. In camouflage tattooing, There are no instantaneous results. It's not like brows or lips where when you get tattooed, you immediately see the work done. Oftentimes when we do camouflage tattooing, stretch mark scars, vitiligo, their skin period will look worse for a while before it starts looking better. 
not only that, but because everything we do is to blend in and minimize the appearance of vitiligo spots, for example, that means that more often than not, she's going to need more than one session. She's going to need a touch-up session, if not two touch-up sessions. And we're talking about a year-long relationship with someone versus a one-and-done thing. And so I am very particular about who I get into a relationship with when I take on clients. A consultation goes both ways. And I think a lot of artists think that it goes one way, which is the client has all the power to decide whether or not they want to work with you and hire you. But you have to remember that you are stepping into a relationship with clients because more more often than not, even with brows and lips, you're going to be doing a touch-up session. So you want to be sure that you are on the same wavelength with your client, that they know how you're going to work, they understand and respect and accept the rules of your business. Otherwise, there are plenty of other artists that they can go to if it doesn't align with them. And same thing with you is you want to be sure that you connect with this client and that it's going to be an easy client for you to work with so that you're not stressed and wanting to back out of this relationship months down the road. So I'm thinking this the day after and I decide that I don't want to take the risk on having her come on board as a client. It's been way too dramatic the past 48 hours since meeting her that I just don't know if I want to step into a month, six month, eight month relationship with her. God forbid something doesn't come out right. She's going to be trying to persuade me and pressure me to do it her way or that. And if for some reason it does trigger her vitiligo, I'm going to be the one to blame for that. And so I'm just not willing to take the risk. I send her a message the next day. And when you fire a client, the tip is, is that you always want it to make it about you and nothing about them. You want to take full responsibility. Think of being in a relationship when you used to break up with someone and you would always let them know that it had nothing to do with them. It was all about you. And that's what you want to do with firing clients in your business. So I told her that it had nothing to do with her, that I was afraid, that I wasn't going to be able to meet her expectations, and that I wanted her to be happy, and another artist was probably her best bet. I don't exactly know what I said. I'm sure I could look it up on my phone, but I don't have it with me. But it was within those terms of letting her know that I was going to decline her. I apologize for any convenience that this caused her and, you know, wish her the best of luck. And then I also let her know that I had refunded her $150 test patch and that she should be expecting that back into her account within seven days or sooner. She surprisingly replied back saying, I understand, thank you. So that shows me right there that she was probably having doubts too. I wasn't meeting her expectations, obviously. I wasn't making her happy, telling her what she wanted to hear. And if she was talking to other professionals that were willing to take that risk with her, then they were more suited with her. No judgment, they were a better artist for her. Those other artists are willing to take that risk with her and it could all very well end well and have not triggered her vitiligo. They were going to be in a relationship with her that had less friction and had less pullback. And so again, they were better suited for her than I was. When I sent that message, I was so relieved. I was so relieved to not have to take that risk. I was so relieved to know that I didn't have to take her on as a client. 
And that $150 was the easiest $150 that I've refunded ever. So you have to remember as an artist, you know, maybe you're new and you're not really in a place where you can refund people left and right. But I'm telling you, it will cost you more in the long run. It may be $150 right now that you have to give back. But let's say that you did take the risk and things went wrong. She may request a refund for $500, $700, $800 down the road, which is going to be harder for you to let go, one, because two, you've already spent so much time with her and you can't take that back. You can't refund or get a credit back on time. And that's why chalking up the cost up front may be better than to have to do that on the back end. And let's say you have a no refund policy, you've done the service, she's still unhappy, she's requesting for a refund. That is a fight that is going to drain you and make you feel really bad even if you're in the right. And I don't know if I want to take that drama on. Also, by that point, you've already invested your time, energy, and helping out this client. She's unhappy and she can leave a bad review, etc. Whereas right now, if she were to leave a bad review, I'm pretty sure I'd be able to reply back, reiterating that she knew what she was getting into, hence why we did the test patch, and that I had refunded her money. So I was already prepared to have a reply back, which I think is a little bit harder if you've been in a relationship with someone for five, six, eight months. Not only did I end up firing her that day, but it was also a Tuesday where I do all my consultations and I had done another consultation with someone else who came into the studio, talked to me about what she was expecting for us to camouflage and it was not possible. She essentially wanted me to camouflage her a lighter skin tone all over her body, starting with her foot first. As you can imagine, I had to really manage her expectations. For those of you who aren't familiar with camouflage tattooing, we cannot camouflage anything that's darker with skin tone ink. It just doesn't work that way like it would with makeup because we tattoo underneath the skin. So we implant ink underneath the skin. Whereas with makeup, when you go to Sephora, you can essentially take a lighter skin colored foundation and put it over your dark skin. But again, it's not going to look camouflage and it's going to look really weird. And it looks even worse when you're talking about tattooing. She wanted me to do something that is nearly impossible for me to do, nor would I ever do it. And I had to really focus on managing her expectations, which was very challenging because she was the type of client that didn't want to listen to what you said. She already had her mindset. She had a lot of stories to tell me about this and that. It was actually really draining to even try and follow all of the stories. She should not be a candidate for camouflage tattooing. She has very unrealistic expectations, and I think there's a lot of other things going on emotionally and mentally that are way beyond my pay grade. Once she left, same thing, did not feel good about her, did not even want to send her over a formal quote. Instead, I sent her over a text letting her know that I was fully booked and that I wasn't going to be able to take her on as a client and that she should look at other artists that could better suit her needs in a timely manner and just left it as that. The reason why I didn't tell her that I felt like I couldn't meet her expectations like I did with my first client 
was because intuitively there was just something a little off because I felt that particular response wasn't going to be sufficient enough for her. So instead, I told her that I couldn't take her in a timely matter, which during her consultation, she was telling me that she really wanted to get this done ASAP. Interestingly enough, she replied back asking me if I did injectables and a couple of other things, which again, is not what I do. And so I just think she's in a space where nothing is going to satisfy her. I think she's in a space where she's desperate to fix herself. I think there's a lot of other deeper rooted issues that are going on. Again, that felt really good to let go of her. But I will tell you at the end of that day this week, I was extremely exhausted. I think even telling you guys this story is already draining me just because it's not something that I enjoy doing. Thankfully, it's not something that I have to do a lot, but it is sometimes what you have to do in order to keep your sanity, in order to keep your peace of mind, in order to keep your passion for your business. It's a hard thing to do because you can't help everyone. It sucks having to reject people. I think even when you're in a intimate relationship with someone and you know you're going to be breaking up with them, yes, of course, it hurts them to be rejected, but it also hurts to have to reject that person as well because you want to let them down delicately because you don't necessarily want to hurt their feelings because it doesn't feel good to hurt their feelings, but sometimes you definitely have to do it for your own well-being. Every time you set a healthy boundary to yourself, you say yes to more freedom to being yourself or to have the business that you want or the freedom to attract the, the kind of clients that you want to serve and be in relationship with. Boundaries is a necessary thing. And I've always heard that no is a full sentence, which I believe the customer is not always right. And I think as a business owner, we forget that or what we sometimes do is what I've done in the past, which is take on a client and charge them a really high premium price, thinking that if they say yes to it, if they agree to pay this price, that you'll be willing then to put up with them. And I have done that in the past. I have been guilty of doing that. And I have to tell you, when I took on that client, even though she paid a really high price for the service, it was not worth it. I literally would spend hours with this client emotionally drained, not connecting with her. It felt like more work to actually be in her presence. And I vividly remember thinking in my head, okay, Jade, that was not worth it. No matter what price she's willing to pay, it's just not worth it. Don't ever do this again. I was better off if I had just told her no from the very beginning. So when you decline a person, when you fire a client, be sure to have a friend read your message or your email back to be sure that it's neutral, that there is nothing personal about it, no personal attacks. And I would just keep it short and sweet for legal matters. You don't want to get into anything personal. You don't want to get into a long story, anything that they can essentially come and fire back on you as being prejudiced or discriminatory. So you want to keep it short and sweet. Let them know that it's all about you, that you as an artist don't feel capable, that you can meet their expectations, and that you feel comfortable letting them pursue another artist. And then if they did put down a deposit or if they paid for that particular test patch or service, 
be sure to give them a refund. Don't even give them the option. Like I would be happy to give you a refund. Just do it and let them know that it has been done and when they should expect to get their money back. So no long stories, keep it short, very direct so that they can't go back on anything. And if for some reason they reply asking why, just repeat whatever it is that you told them in your previous email or text, which was you're not confident in meeting their expectations. And that's it. So remember, you started your business to work for yourself with the type of clients that you wanted to help and attract. If a client comes into your space and isn't going to be a good fit, you are your own business owner. You have every right to fire them. Clients are not always right. And that's the beauty and the freedom and the power you have as a business owner. So I hope that helps you guys. It's been a long week, but at the end of the day, I know it was the right decision for me. And I hope this helps you down the road when you are confronted, be able to confront that rejection before it becomes a bad confrontation. If this helped you, if this was enlightening, please leave a review. Please rate me. It really helps with the algorithm and I would be so appreciative. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.